You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. On this episode of Obi and Ashley, Phase 3, Florida, what exactly the heck does that mean and how are you handling it? In the state of Florida, moving into Phase 3, there will not be limitations. And also the schools, we're getting a reality check from one of the teachers in Seminole County and how she says it's really going. That's all in the Obi and Ashley podcast from today that starts right now. All right, with today's national anthem, Ashley, you uh, were inspired by your trip to the airport and things are looking up and up. Yeah, it's funny because I didn't go anywhere. I just went to the airport and went home. Um, But really, I had to go into the global entry office for anyone that knows. That's just like a TSA pre-check you can can purchase and it's good for five years. It's awesome. But because when we got married in February, by the time it came around to my name change and all that stuff, you have to actually go into the airport physically to change your name for global entry and because of COVID it was closed all this time. So anyways, went in there on Friday after the show and one, I was surprised that I couldn't even find a parking spot. It was so busy. So travel is clearly picking up. Also, um, the customs office there at the Orlando airport, the guy was so fast and all I had to do was change my name. So it wasn't like your standard interview process for global entry. They just right. had to change my info. But he was like, oh yeah, you got all the information. He, re- he went back in the office 10 minutes later, came back. I was all set. So nice. they were just super smooth and everything. I was really impressed. Well, you know, I'm always uh, I'm always awakened by the fact that there are other businesses that take place at the airport, too, that you have to that some people either have to go there for. Yeah. Uh, for instance, I, I think of any reason to go to the airport that has nothing to do with actually traveling. I'm like, why? Why would you go there? So I'm glad that you went there because that educates everybody that that's a business that takes place there. Well, and it was kind of like a breath of fresh air seeing all the people traveling too and just seeing people out and about and things seemed pretty much normal. So Yeah, it'll be cool with the governor's orders now to see if the gift shops open up again, to see if all the restaurants open up again. Yeah. So to you this morning, if you work at the airport, of course we have respect, but Ashley specifically, who? Yeah, the Global Entry Enrollment Center. They did a great job, had me in and out of there in no time. To you, the National Anthem from Obi and Ashley. It's Obi and Ashley. Uh, all right, so how was everybody's weekend? Let's get like a weekend check. I want to put the pulse on everybody. How's everybody doing? Good. I We had a weekend in Ocala and Gainesville. We went to the Gator Nationals, which is a race that Matt, my husband, loves. So I always say I'm most taking one for the team because it's not necessarily my favorite hobby, but when you go there, you can't not be impressed yeah. with, with everything. So it was it was cool. We got back and we're home and in bed by nine last night. So it was great. Yeah, you guys said that you were going to a drag event. And I was like, oh, those are always, those are always so fun. Don't they do like karaoke? Drag and when they shows. put the, the extra yeah. makeup on. And she's like, not that kind of drag. I was like, oh, okay. Nope. How did, uh, how did your weekend go with the news on Friday we announced? Yeah, so uh, I want to thank everybody who approached me publicly. And, you know, it's funny because... 
So I live I live in Winter Garden and I live downtown Winter Garden. So there's a lot of times where you know we'll take the family on the golf cart because it's a golf cart approved district. So cool, I love that. Yeah, and so we go and we hang out on the main strip. And so we went out this weekend and there were a couple of people who stopped me at one of the restaurants who wanted to have full on conversations about my wife and I now being in the space of adoption. Yeah. And uh, just really cool. I I, I want to throw this out there to the listening audience who have really opened my eyes. Y'all, like, I'm talking about, like, friends who have come up to me, you know, now, even since making the announcement, who have come up to me and said, Obi, I'm adopted. And just, it has allowed a, a new space for us to unfold, like, crazy amounts of stories about people you don't even know. Well, and two, like, on our Canada 23 Facebook page, um, we see, like, we'll see the messages come in. Like, it depends. Like, it depends who's on at that time. But we see them come in. And, right. I, and it was cool to see all those messages coming in from people saying, you know, they're they're meeting their birth mother over this past weekend and these stories that just now people have another person to talk to about this process yeah. because you're going through it. Well, and I've, I've noticed that um, and if y'all can kind of just, you know, sit, sit in this space with us, like there's times where we talk about something personal and then we realize that it affects people. And so this has opened up a space, just like when I quit, you know, alcohol, like that opened up a space where people were coming up to me and like, dude, I'm trying to quit smoking cigarettes. Yeah. So I hope everyone's okay with us kind of letting people share some of these stories because to to hear somebody in their 30s meeting their birth mom for the first time, like that's like some movie type stuff. Yeah. So uh, we're going to share all that uh, here on the show. And in minutes, though, we have a teacher. It's time for us to do a little 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 check in -in. with the teachers, see how they're doing, especially since mine since mine have been pulling the wool over my eyes, <laughs> making me feel like a fool in yeah, front Dad, of my we're teachers. Doing, we're doing great because you're, you're like, yeah, if you're, you get you do, get it all done, we'll go for ice cream. They're like, yeah, we're all done. Oh, they, they're just looking for the reward. Little liars. <laughs> all right, we're talking about it in 10 minutes. Obi and Ashley, K92.3, Orlando's number one for new country. So it's nice when we get a checkup on the you know health of the entire community. So we already got from the governor that a lot of these things were going to be opening up. Yeah, phase three. Uh, so that's fun. But our teachers, our, t- our teachers are still having to do the virtual learning. And we've been fortunate enough to make some really great relationships. Yeah, so Christy Mead, she's a teacher in Seminole County. We've been doing check-ins with her really every couple of weeks to see the progress of things. So this morning, good morning, Christy. Good morning. How are you? How? Uh, give us an update. How are you feeling? What's the latest and greatest? <laughs> I'm feeling so tired. (laughs) I bet. So tired. I'm actually sitting in the hallway of my school because I locked my keys in my classroom. So I'm waiting for a coworker to come open my door. Oh, (laughs) talk about reality though, right? Things that happen on on a day. Yeah, I'm I'm glad I got my coffee before I got here. (laughs) No kidding. Well, I remember to remind everybody, you are in Seminole County. You're teaching inside the classroom and update us if it's changed, but you started doing the virtual teaching. So while you're in the classroom, you're still virtual. I am virtual. So I do everything on Google Meet. All the work's in there and the kids have to come on at a certain time so they can give their live instruction. What would you say the the biggest thing is that the struggle? Because I know like there's so many parents across the board in Central Florida that are doing one or the other or a mixture of both, like hybrid. Mm-hmm. Some of the struggles that I've dealt with is having parents fully on board with what I'm doing, having patience as well. <laughs> well, hold on, let's let's dive into that one really quick because you know yeah. even even for us as parents, when you say having parents be on board, is that them being into the child's work at all? Yeah. Okay. okay. Pretty much. 
Let, let's talk into this space really quick because I wanted to ask you because I jumped onto one of my kids' calls, one of their virtual calls, and I said, all right, you know, and I asked the teacher, I said, I want an update. Like, tell me for real in front of these kids' faces, how are they doing? And boy, she told me stuff that my kids have been pulling the wool over my eyes. So are you seeing mm-hmm. that a lot, that the kids are pulling the wool over their parents' eyes? Absolutely. What kid doesn't do that? I know. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. It's like, I think a reminder, I don't have kids or anything, but hearing Obi talk about it, it's like, okay, well, it's almost like from an outsider being like, duh, don't you think you should be checking in on your kid? But it's not as easy Absolutely. as it sounds. I mean, yeah, and I've got some great parents that are fully, fully involved, but I've had a couple of parents who like try to verbally attack me in the classroom and the other parents just jump right in and are like, you will not. No, you will not. Wow. Wow. It's a tribe. It's a it's a team effort. So it's not me versus them. It's not them versus me. It's right. we're in this together for your kids. I think uh, I think parents, you know, for the longest time, you know, we send our kids off to you guys. So this way, we're like, all right, well, you raise them. <laughs> and uh, and I think uh, I think this has very much been an opportunity to be like, oh man, that's right. I, I I do have a hand in stirring my kids up. Right. Yeah. It's definitely challenging. It's I definitely think that it's made me a better teacher having to think, how can I get my kids to do this when they're in their house? For sure. That's such a good perspective that you have, though, and and so important, I think, for parents to hear. I, that's why we want to check in with you, just because it's the real deal of what's happening inside the mm-hmm. classroom when you're virtually learning. But I think so many people in any job can relate to what you just said. It's like, you know, so many of us have had to adapt and make us better at our jobs. And, and you having one of the most important jobs out there in the world is so important. Yeah, it's it's all about flexibility, understanding, and adapting to what's going on. Well, we always appreciate your time. Thank you for always being willing to make an appearance on the show, and we hope you yeah, get no into your classroom here soon. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Thank you, Christy. Okay. Have a great day. Thank you. You too. K-92-3. From backstage to the front page, it's Ashley's All Access. So this was really a, a long time coming, not just nine months, but Tyler Hubbard's wife, Haley, she was so pregnant, like 41 weeks um, and she was she <laughs> wow. was just ready to have that baby. Remember, this is now they have three under the age of three. So they welcome At- Atlas Roy Hubbard. The name Atlas, they said, stands for strength um, and also represents the family's passion for travel and experiencing different cultures. And the middle name is Roy, who was Tyler's dad. That was his name. Oh, I love that. Okay, so you get so you got a little tribute with the middle name, and then I love the name Atlas. Atlas, like there's no way there's no way you could be a dork. Growing up, named Atlas, right? Like, well, he was born at 6:45 p.m. in Nashville, weighing in at eight pounds two ounces, measuring 21 inches. So they were just so happy. I mean, there was like a photo right away too in People Magazine because you know they're paying the big bucks. I love that name, Atlas. Very cool. So he joins uh, sister Olivia and baby brother Luca Reed. Congratulations to Florida Georgia Lines, Tyler and his wife Haley on that third baby. Now, this is so cool. And if you've been following K92 for a while, like on Facebook, every fall it seems like there's this corn maze that puts a different artist's face in the corn maze. Um, And it's normally in one of the Midwest states or Nashville near Tennessee. So this one is putting Thomas Rhett's face in its corn maze for its annual fall festival. Um, They've got a pumpkin patch and all this stuff. So it's in a town called Springfield. And there's already, like, you can see what it looks like. But in years past, they've had Luke Bryan. They've had Brothers Osborne. But how cool is that, right? Because when you're in the corn maze, it's not like you can see the face. It's from an aerial view. Yeah, well, and those artists. 
yeah. those artists, right? That that for for you and I, we look for a piece of paper to doodle on. <laughs> Maybe for a real artist, they look for a canvas. For these people, they make art on earth. It's insane. So that picture's up right now on our Facebook page. And then also getting to catch up with Tim McGraw. This is pretty cool. I mean, think about it. You know, when a songwriter writes a song, their goal is to get it into the hands of the biggest star that can write it and make them the most money and make it a hit. And uh, Tim McGraw says, yeah, he doesn't really have to work too hard to get those songs in his hands. I'm in a fortunate position, I guess, that I get to hear a lot of great songs right off the bat when songwriters write them. So that's a plus. I guess that's sort of a consequence of sticking around for so long. Well, and Obi, you kind of brought up an interesting point off the air when we were talking about this, how how you thought, oh, wait, Tim McGraw, you know, doesn't write his own songs. A lot of these guys are writing their own songs nowadays. Well, you, you know, you, you you need both. You need the performers like a Tim McGraw to perform those songs that the songwriters are writing. Yeah. So not, not all songwriters are meant to be on stage. Right. And Ryan Hurd, I know that he's kind of newer, but he's married to Marin Morris and they are known for their songwriting. And he said that's like the biggest thing was making the transition over to become an artist. That it's just awkward. It's not necessarily his thing, but he was like nudged in that direction. Yeah to make the money and write the song. <laughs> so there you go. All of this you can see at K92.3Orlando.com. Yeah. Obi and Ashley in the morning. On K92.3. It's time, time for the O-Town Showdown. All right, here we go. So who is our lovely lady? Jessica. Jessica, Jessica. what town are you representing? Uh, Melbourne. Woo! All right. All right, we've got Melbourne here on the check-in. Okay, who's my feller? Uh, Josh. Hey, Josh, Josh. Uh, what part of town are you representing? Uh, Water Springs. Woo-wee. All right. All right. So, guys, we got a chance to discover who you are, where you're from. Why don't you neighbors say good morning to each other? Good morning. Hey, good morning. Woo. All right. What's going on there, Melbourne? Woo-woo. Yeah, I love it in Melbourne. So, for those just joining us for the first time, first, welcome. Second, this is my beautiful partner right here, Ashley. <laughs> She's got three questions, and the questions are not that hard because it's not who's the smartest. It's who's the quickest Yay! using their sound, having the right answer, and that's how you win the showdown, right? Sounds good. Let's get the buzzer sounds that you're going to make. This is the sound that you make when you think you've got the right answer to Ashley's question. So, Jessica of Melbourne, what's your sound and why? I'll, I'll say J because it's the first initial of my husband, my daughter, and my dog. Oh, <laughs> I love that. that. That almost sounded like a country song right there. <laughs> All right, Josh of Winter Springs, what's going to be your sound? Another J. Uh, Bella. It's my Bella. beautiful daughter. Oh, love it, guys. Love it. All right. It's time for the Old Town Showdown. Showdown. Question number one. What sport is played at Wimbledon? Bella. No, what you got, Josh? Uh, tennis. Yes. yes. <laughs> All right. right. That's one for Winter Springs. Question number two. What famous ship sank in 1912? Bella. Yeah. What you got, Josh? Titanic. Yeah. Man, nice. <laughs> okay, well, that's two for Josh, making Josh the winner of the O-Town Showdown. Congrats, Josh. So this is pretty cool. We're going to hook you up with a gift card awesome. to the Walk-Ons, which is on iDrive Sports Beach Bistro. So this is pretty cool. They got, like, bottomless mimosas, Bloody Marys on their Sunday fun day brunches, all kinds of good stuff. Oh, very nice. Thank you very yeah, much. congratulations. Well done for Winter Springs. Now, Jessica, come on in here for this air hug. This is our favorite part. Come on. Bring it in. <laughs> oh, yeah. There you go, Jess. Yeah, see? Oh, it's a big one. Uh. <laughs> 
Guys, thank you for participating in another edition of The O-Town Showdown. K-92-3. Doing the right thing. Doing the right thing. Obi and Ashley in the morning. Good morning. So we love this part of the show. It's where we get to spotlight or feature somebody out there doing the right thing. Yeah, so this one's uh, this one's really eye-opening as the three of us. We kind of, you know, juggled this one back and forth of, of the beauty behind Giselle Aviles, who's 21, and her dad who owns a taco truck. So it's called Taqueria El Torito. I'm and, so glad uh, you got the story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this taco truck and, uh, you know, for those of you who work on OBT or anywhere out there off of, you know... Uh, Shoot, Semron. I mean, you, you see these trucks all the time uh, parked at certain businesses where you can stop and you can get yourself a meal, you know? Well, this one in particular, Giselle Aviles, she was saying that her dad was extremely depressed bringing home six bucks one day, okay? Mm-hmm. So, Man. Uh, since the pandemic, maybe even on a good day, he was used to bringing $60 home, you know, try, trying to just make ends meet, right? And with the pandemic, man, to bring $6 home, to, it's not even worth it to, to put the trailer yeah. on the back of a truck and, and and trailer it out there. So this is what really blew our minds is that Giselle took, took it to Twitter. Who is tweeting today? <clears throat> I know uh, for those of us in the media uh, realm, we are still tweeting. I don't know if regular everyday folks are tweeting, but right. Giselle is. Yeah. And at 21 years old, she took it to Twitter and she said, hey, can y'all help my dad out? Had a horrible day, made six bucks. Um, this was on a Saturday that she did the tweet. On Monday morning, when he arrived to his spot, he already had a line at 6 a.m., a line out the door. That tweet got retweeted 2,000 times, y'all. That's insane. Do you know? Hold on. Can you just say something really quick? In the media game, do you know for us to get a retweet, we're like, yes, high five. Right. 2,000 retweets? Yeah, that's a lot. And for them, I mean, that business, I saw something too. Like, he had to restock multiple times during the day to feed everybody that was coming by to help his business to get him some income, knowing he'd only made six bucks the, what, three days prior? So crazy. Yeah. So crazy. So, um, Avila's estimates that, uh, she estimates that more than 100 customers came through on just that Monday. Like you said, Ash, since then, he's had to just kind of uh, reevaluate his stock because, like you said, when you make six bucks, you probably go the next day thinking you don't need that much product. And, uh, man, 2,000 tweets to be retweeted like that, that just shows you that it did. Y'all, you don't have to be in media. You don't have to be a social influencer. No, and I just think about her trying to help her dad, you know? I'm like, oh, man, I'm any any of us daughters think about that, like if they hear their dad having a bad day. Yeah, I love that. Giselle, that's a leap of faith, taking it to Twitter and helping your dad out. That's doing the right thing. Obi and Ashley's Doing the Right Thing, brought to you by Bel Air Heating and Air Conditioning. Doing the right thing. On K92.3. Obi and Ashley, K92.3, Orlando's number one for new country. All right, so can we talk about this weekend really quick? By show of hands, who knew that Phase 3 had went into play? Well, yeah, on Friday. I mean, that when it came down, I was like, wait, what? So what exactly <laughs> does this mean, though? Because, of course, all these phases with the coronavirus and COVID and what you can't do. This one, though, seems like it's been more so placed on places of business on whether or not they want to open up to full capacity like Disney, like the theme parks. Now they have the option to open up to 100% capacity, the bars, the restaurants and all that. But I think it's up to each own individual place to make their own decision. Yeah. Well, I was going to say the temperature that I felt 
with everybody in Winter Garden, at least, as we, you know, just kind of, you know, did our errands, was that people didn't know how to take Phase 3. Like, people were like, so, uh, does this mean no masks? Masks? Does this mean, like, <laughs> and uh, just very interesting. So, so just wanted to let you know, in case you're catching up to speed, yeah, everyone's going to be talking about how fa- we're in Phase 3 as far, as far as a state is concerned. But what exactly does that mean? What exactly does phase three mean? Well, I saw some of the stuff, um, you know, like the fines can no longer be put in place for the mask coverings. Well, like, and how, about, how about this? If you were one of the uh, unfortunate who got a fine, I think you don't have to pay it. Yeah. I, I don't I don't want to say that 100% factually, but no. I think they dismissed them. No, it's true. I just was watching DeSantis's vi- our governor, his video, and he said that all fines will be lifted. I mean, freaking awesome. So here goes the governor himself. In the state of Florida today moving into what we initially called phase three and what that'll mean for the restaurants is that there will not be limitations uh, from the state of Florida. All right, so that's him just talking about the restaurants. Also, your theme parks now, which have currently been at 50% capacity, that's all lifted. Uh, But again, the way that Ashley started this whole conversation was is that it is up to the individual business owner and those management. Yeah, and the signs on the doors. And I'll tell you what, yesterday, so earlier I told you on the show, we were at a a race in Gainesville, the Gator Nationals, and it's a big race that normally the stands are packed, crowded, um, and you can tell that it's going to be up to people, too. It's like if people are comfortable going out and about and doing what they're doing in these places that are going to open it up, it's fine. But yesterday, it's like we were required to wear masks in. But once everybody was in, like no, none of us kept our masks on the whole time. Even this is an area, an event that you can walk through the pits where the drivers are, where yeah. the crews are. And you can get up right up there. And, you know, they all had to wear their mask on because in order to have that event, they had to have to follow the rules in order to keep their jobs going. But anyways, it's just interesting. It's going to depend on us and what you're comfortable with. And well, and the, the businesses. well, and again, we're going to have to get out of the judgment seat. It, it feels like we had this conversation about five months ago where we we're talking about get it, get out of the judgment seat when you see somebody without a mask. Because now you're going to have people who are like, oh, well, phase three means no mask. And that's not necessarily what the governor said. And that's not necessarily what businesses want. Yeah. Uh, so this is going to be an interesting moment. Right? Because that's going to be tougher for the businesses to, like, come down on people when they're like, yeah, but the governor said I didn't have to. And yeah. And the business is like, well, to come in here, you have to. Ooh, so interesting. Okay, so phase three. Are you gonna st- are you gonna continue to uh, to to abide by these things? Like, what what are you doing with the mask, ladies? Are you guys still wearing your mask? Like, I I went to dinner yesterday, and we ended up sitting at a table that was still very tight, mm. and I still was uncomfortable, you know, without a mask sitting next to people that close. See, I'm okay going in. Like, and of course, I'm gonna respect each individual's establishment's rules. If they want us to wear a mask when we walk in, then sure. But as soon as I sit down at the table, I take it off. It's interesting because I've had COVID, but I still like wearing my mask, purling my hands, spraying down the carts wherever I walk. So I'm like still super cautious. Yeah, you're still doing the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, interesting. All right, just want to know where your head's at too. You could always jump on that K92.3 app. Uh, use the open mic. Are you still sanitizing? Are you still doing all that stuff? Or has that all kind of just kind of <laughs> up into space? Let us know as we get ready for Ashley's All Access in less than 10 minutes. K92.3. Two people. One date. Zero texts returned. Obi and Ashley's second date update. Talking to Emily out in Winter Park. Emily, uh, where'd you say? Hey. What, where was your date? It was at bar. Okay. Okay. Interesting. All That's right. in so- Longwood, right? Yeah. Okay. If you can, tell us how the date went. Oh, my God. First of all, immediately, I was so attracted to him. We both love pool. 
So I had a few drinks. We were laughing. We made friends with the people at the place. It was just a great time. So you play? Did you play pool like the whole time you were at this bar? There was even yeah. We there was even like some dancing that we did. I mean, we even like got we met other people. We were talking with them. All right. Well, listen. All we're gonna do is take this information that we have of uh, this guy Danny, and we're gonna try to call him right now. Okay. 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 Let us talk to him first. Uh, yes, Danny, please. Uh, speaking? Danny, good morning. This is Obi, and that's Ashley. Good morning. So both of us are morning show radio hosts. We do a show for the big station here in town, K92.3. Um, okay, why, why are you calling me? <laughs> We're calling you because you went on a date with somebody, and we would love to pay for you guys to go on another date. Wait, I'm sorry, how, how do you know this? What, what wait? What did you say you you do? Okay, so we work for a radio station, and Emily reached out to us, and she says you're not responding to her, not getting back to her. Wait, wait, wait! So she wanted to call me, so she called a radio station. To call me. <laughs> no, so so she's already called you, and that's it. She's just trying to get back together, and we're gonna help. Uh, okay. Well, first of all, is that true? Because you're sounding like she hasn't called you. Have you not gotten a call no. or text from her? Uh, I mean, no, yeah, I, I have. Okay. Okay. Uh, you know, Emily's a little too freaky for me. Okay, what? in what way? Like scary? Uh, no, not like scary. She just, um, just started like feeling up on some other woman's boobs. What? I, okay, so we were like at this big biker bar. And there were these biker gangs there that, like, hung out and all, like, drove in together and wore, like, the, the matching leather. So we were, like, you know, hanging out with them and, like, chatting. We'd had a few drinks. At this table next to us, there was this woman. And Emily called me over, and she was like, you got to feel these women's boobs. Feel how real they feel. Come on, Whoa. touch them. What? And I was like, no. And then her husband was like, hey, boy. Come on and touch these milk shooters. What? These what? I swear. I swear. These milk shooters. What is happening oh. right now? Oh, my God. Oh, talking about his, his wife's... Oh, okay. Boobs. Well, yes. well, what'd you do? I, I just stood there. I didn't know what to do. And, and Emily was just, like, going for it. Just squeezing them and cupping them and just having, like, a good old time. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm okay. Sorry. I'm okay. Sorry. Oh, okay. So, so Diddy. So that's the problem. Then you thought she got freaky, but I think she was just observing. Um. Hold on. I think okay. We, Danny, we got we got to let you know that Emily's on the line because Emily, I'm sure, is going to have something to say about this, about what was going on. Hey. Wait, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Danny, this is okay, though. Remember, we're in the trust tree. We're trying to help you guys get back together. Great what, job what, texting me back. Okay. Great job answering my phone calls. What guy wouldn't want to touch another woman's breast? Well, we even okay, got permission that's... from the husband. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Seriously. sorry. I mean, now looking back, I get why when I grabbed your hand, Danny, to put it on her breast. You retracted. I was like, what the heck was that? Yeah. I, I, look, Emily, the whole thing made me so uncomfortable. I didn't know 
like what to do. I didn't want to touch another woman's breast that I didn't know. Like that's Oh that's come on, dude. They weren't even real. What? Just return my call. Be a man. Grow some. Yeah, grow some milk shooters. Oh my god. I mean, wait, wait, wrong wrong. No, point. that won't work. All right, guys. Well we're we're gonna chop this up. Milk shooters, I love it. So no second date? Look, I, I I just don't think I can. I think the whole time I would just be thinking about that old guy being like, touch my wife's puppies. Oh, man. I mean, that's kind of awkward <laughs> and uncomfortable, I can imagine. It's a shame that you're letting one pair of fake breasts come between <laughs> a potentially good relationship. Emily. Home of Obie and Ashley's second date update. That wraps up another episode of Obie and Ashley in the morning. And we really want to thank you again for making us Orlando's number one most podcasted morning show. I mean, that means so much to us. And we would be ridiculously silly to not give you the credit for putting us in that spot. Again, you want to find my partner in crime here, Ashley? You can find me on Instagram at Ashley Stegbauer. And feel free to find me anywhere you can search OBDS. And don't forget, we also have an unfiltered version of the podcast, too. All right. Well, you be blessed, and we'll catch you on the next one. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.